Hi, my name is Caitlin, and you're listening to The Morning Show here at CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, August 18th. On today's show... For some people, you know, repairing your clothes is really um, part of caring for yourself. A group in Sackville is organizing mending cafes an opportunity for people to gather to work on their darning, repairing, or otherwise mending clothing and other items in a social and supportive atmosphere. We'll find out more about it from organizer Patricia Kelly Spurls. That's coming up shortly, but first some news and information briefs. The transformation of the exterior of Mel's Tea Room has begun. For months, the new owners of the Mel's Tea Room building have been renovating the interior of the building, tearing out the iconic diner's booths and counter, and walling off a section on the back left side of the space. But now the changes are reaching the exterior of the building. On Wednesday, the scripted lettering on the green glass tiles above the Mel's windows was removed, but it's not yet clear what will happen to the large neon sign hanging off the side of the building. Originally, Dorchester jail owner Bill Steele had purchased the sign from Wendy and Dave Epworth following the restaurant's closure last summer. Since then, Steele has been trying to get permission from Plan 360 to be able to hang the Mel's Tea Room sign at the Dorchester Jail. But after months of effort, Steele has thrown in the towel on the plan. The sale was reversed mutually, and Steele says ownership of the sign reverted back to the Epworths. CHMA has reached out to Dave and Wendy Epworth and also building owners John Ernst and Tyler Gay to find out more. Meanwhile, the interior of the building has a new tenant, Paul Sung Chil An, owner of Song's Chopsticks, is renovating the space in hopes of opening a Korean fried chicken restaurant. Sung Chil An says he's not quite ready to share his plans for the new restaurant, but will be able to share details by the end of August. He says the Mel's sign will stay in place for the time being. Tanchamar has a huge amount of money dedicated to repairing and resurfacing streets and roads this year. Over $1.6 million is set aside for projects in Sackville and Dorchester. About half of that, just over $800,000, will come from the municipal share of the gas tax. And one of the reasons the amount is so high this year is the fact that the village of Dorchester hasn't been spending their portion of gas tax revenues for the past five years. Gas tax funds are now called community building funds and come from the federal government directly to municipalities, according to population size. In Sackville, the municipality has been spending its funds each year, but in Dorchester, the village chose to bank its contributions since each year's funding was too little to cover a road project. That means that in 2023, the Dorchester allocation is almost $430,000, Just over half will be spent on resurfacing about 900 meters of water street, some ditching, shoulder grading, and the replacement of a cross culvert. The other $200,000 is being set aside for a future project on Station Road. In Sackville, the $400,000 budget will go towards resurfacing Salem between Main and Park Street, York Street from Salem, Salem down to Lansdowne, and Mount View Road west of Stanley Drive. A tender has been awarded to Dexter Construction to complete all the work. Now for today's feature story. 
A group of Sackville residents has started a series of mending cafes. The next one meets at the Sackville Visitor Information Centre on Mallard Drive on Tuesday from 7pm to 9pm. Patricia kelly Spurls is one of the organizers. CHMA called her up to find out more. And we started off asking the obvious question, what is a mending cafe? It's a get-together. People bring anything that needs mending, and they can mend it themselves, or they can get some instruction or advice from other people who are there uh, or help. Um, and we just sit around and, you know, work on our mending for a couple hours. Um, last time, uh, I, I, I fixed, uh, the hem of a dress and the cuffs of a shirt that were coming undone. Uh, one person was working on socks. One person had a pillow that needed some repairs. Uh, one person brought a big quilt that had, you know, some patches that were wearing out. Um, and if you don't have any mending to do and you just want to come and hang out uh, and maybe talk about the importance of reducing fabric waste, you know, then that's great too. Okay, yeah. Um, the the advertisement for for the event says... Um, mending brings us into a community of care for ourselves and our planet. Um, I wonder if you could talk about each of those, like how, you know, when you say community of care for ourselves, what do you mean by that? When we were setting up the group, that's one of the ideas that came up was that um, a lot of people are kind of, uh, you know, just suffering, um, in terms of their social network, you know, the, the years of isolation and social distancing, you know, and the shutdown in a lot of um, groups that were meeting in person. And we thought that it would be really good to focus on getting people together um, for things that, you know, aren't really like commercial transactions, you know, or aren't based on paying admission or something like that. So this is a free event that is open to absolutely everybody. You know, you don't have to commit to come every time. You don't have to be a member of a group or anything like that. You don't have to be good at mending. <laughs> um, you know, in fact, you don't even need to have mending. You can just come and hang out while other people mend. So that's really what we're talking about in terms of, you know, like being part of a community of care, you know, like where we just, you know, work on our, um, you know, like just being with other people and getting to know other people and, you know, seeing different parts of the community and so on. And, and in terms of the, the care for the planet part of things, um, I mean, I guess it sort of goes without saying. You're, you're, I mean, the, the, the purpose of the mending is to, you know, repair items that might otherwise be you know, landfill, basically, right? Yeah, well, I guess <laughs> one of the things that people have mentioned is that they're repairing things that they're actually, you know, 
sometimes continuing to wear even though they need mending. And so for some people, you know, repairing your clothes is really um, part of caring for yourself. You know, it's like I'm going to repair my skirt rather than every time I put it on, think, oh, my gosh, I wish, you know, I had had time to fix that. My life is too busy. You know, I have to remember to do that. Um, For other people, certainly, you know, they won't wear something and they might replace it instead, you know, and especially we're trying to cut down on the amount of um, new garments that, you know, are needed and that are kind of um, drawn into consumption cycles. So it's, it's not just that landfill is a problem because it certainly is but repairing things also um reduces our need for new things another point that i think is really important is that i think a lot of people's consumption consumption related to clothes but other kinds of consumption too you know like consumption of books or knickknacks or whatever, um, a lot of people's consumption is kind of related to like wanting to fill a little bit of a void or, you know, wanting to reward yourself for something or wanting to kind of, you know, improve your life in some somehow, you know, difficult to pin down way. Um, and so I think that mending clothing in a social setting, you know, allows us to do those special things, you know, and engage with our creativity and, you know, address some of our material needs, but without requiring, you know, additional consumption without using more of the earth's precious resources. So instead of shopping therapy, it's mending therapy kind of thing. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that like mending is, is kind of related to, you know, like different kinds of, you know, like feeling want. So, you know, my, my own experience is that like sitting and mending a hem is, um, it doesn't just stop me from wanting another skirt, but it also, you know, it doesn't just stop me from, uh, buying another new skirt, but it also, you know, kind of addresses that sense that something in my life is missing, you know, maybe not clothes, but maybe, you know, something else. That's Patricia Kelly Spurls, one of the organizers behind a series of mending cafes happening in Sackville. The next mending cafe is scheduled for Tuesday, August 22nd at the Sackville Visitor Information Center on Mallard Drive from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Ads for the event say a sewing machine, iron, and iced tea will be provided, and everyone is welcome. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Friday, August 18th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. 
Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Otoha Hanantani, and you are listening to CHM 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Levy on the Lake is back in Sackville from August 17th to 20th, featuring performers such as Jimmy Rankin, Sean McCann, David Miles, the Lumberjills, and many more. Visit levyonthelake.com, that's L-E-V-E-E, onthelake.com for more details. Hey, this is Saili and you're tuned into The Morning Show only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You are listening to The Morning Show, as I told you. And uh, I'm here joined with Max. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Good morning. We're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, Finally, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't invite me to this show. I have to include myself. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I did invite you yesterday. Did you not see? You were here yesterday, weren't you? Yeah, 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 but not today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so what I like to do on a Friday, right? Or every Friday, I on Friday. Yeah. yeah. No, correct. Today is my last day of work. Oh, okay. Now I'm sad. Uh, no, don't be sad. No, I'm it's sad. okay. But, but, we, we can bring the spirits up. We can bring the spirits up. Okay. Yeah. Because today is on my show. Today on my show is African Friday. Mm, African Friday. I love that. I love that actually. <laughs> so we're gonna have uh, the hot hot heads from all over Africa, uh-huh. and yeah, you wanna? I'll start us off with a good song called Twenty Four Hours." Yes, by a uh, South African uh, singer called Kalo. So mm. I'll be having your reactions afterwards. Like, <laughs> you will record me. I'll, I'll be like, uh, "What do you think about this?" Okay, cool. The, I have to say that I love Afrobeats. Uh, Afrobeats Afro is so yeah, good. Yeah, no, Afro they are, are so, so chill and exactly. So I love them so much. So I'm sure I will love mm. all of the songs that you're yeah. going to play today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, let's start us off with 24 Hours." 24 Hours" by Kalo coming up right mm-hmm. now. Oh, 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 oh. 
Clean my corner. I ain't going out, brother. You can 
and that was Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa by Loja and Saz. And before that, we had Bank On It, Bank On It by Burner Boy. And before that, we had 24 Hours by Kalo. What did you think of those? I love them. I love them. Yeah. The second one was a little bit more uh, more up. Up, you know? yeah. I was, yeah. I, was, I was taking you, you know, through the steps. Oh, we my start, God. We start what low. are you playing with <laughs> my emotions, Craig? <laughs> we, start, we start low and then we go up. So, yes, those are the three songs. And, yeah, uh, uh, Kalo is from South Africa Burner Boy I think uh, West African Nigerian uh-huh. and then Lojay uh, with Mona Lisa I think is also West African huh. yes like so it. yeah great great variety I have I have you know yeah no you, it's really good it's really good yeah. but I was about to ask is there like a story or like uh, context of how uh, Afrobeats came came about I think uh-huh. it was um just you know trying a new sound in uh-huh. africa you know uh-huh. just getting a new sound and i think people just hopped on it because it was like so good uh-huh. and it was yeah that's how it started like we had uh rumba and all that in africa but then we were like okay there's a new sound let's try it out and yeah and then we <laughs> tessa is just waving from yeah <laughs> yeah and then yeah we just um decided to have a new sound and afrobeats came about Afrobeats okay. came about and yeah it's currently 9.28 and we're not stopping there let's move on to Kulosa by mm-hmm. Oxlade coming up next Yeah. 